Hey y'all, this is Milan Milan. We're getting into Joshua 24, 19 today. So just stay tuned, because it's a lot to unpack. Hey y'all, so we're back. This is Milan Milan. We're here. We're going to talk about Joshua 24, verse 19. However, before we get into it, we know, you know, you know, we got to get through some background. We got to try to get a deeper understanding. And so I hope you have by now your pens and your papers out, your Bibles out, and let's go. Now, this is amazing because Joshua has so many different um, hats I would say that he wears right one of the things that is just so amazing about Joshua is that he is a true man of God and that meaning that he never wavered okay never saw anywhere that he wavered that he had idols um, and then came back to God like he was 10 toes down. You hear me? So let's get into this place first where this story takes place. And I hope I'm pronouncing it right. So it's Shechem, right? So Shechem basically is first mentioned back in Genesis 12. Um, Shechem was the location where Abram stopped at the tree of Moriah and he received Yah's promise for the land and Shechem also became part of the promised land of Israel and it was given um, to the Kohathites and then they served as a Levitical city of refuge in Joshua 21. Shechem was also the place where Joseph's remains were buried. That's in Joshua 24, 32. So basically, during the time of the divided kingdom of Israel, Shechem was the capital of the northern kingdom for a while. That's in 1 Kings 12. So basically, Shechem was a place of commitment. In the area of Shechem, you had the Israelites who were reminded of Yah's commitment. this um I'm sorry their covenantal relationship with them which he had first made to Abraham so yeah just quick story Yah did change his name from Abram to Abraham and um I spoke about this once before I'm so sorry forgive me he had his name. Yah put his name in all his people. Even Sarah, his wife, Abram's wife was Sarah, but he changed it to Sarah. So his name is within their name. Um, and it's really everywhere. I mean, we can go deeper on that on another, um, another, another podcast. But okay, so moving on. So basically, before they had entered into Canaan, 
the Israelites have been instructed to pronounce the blessings and the curses of the law on Mount Gerzim and Mount Ebal. So basically, this is going to be in Deuteronomy 11, where you're going to see that, okay, the blessings and the curses. So they did this under Joshua's leadership after the battle of Ai. So then later, there was a renewal of the covenant also, which occurred at Shechem. So this is when Joshua gathered the Israelites to challenge them and basically to follow Yah. Okay, so that's basically where we're at here today. Shechem was also a place of worship. So when Yah appeared to him at Shechem, Abram built an altar to Yah. That's in Genesis 12. Abram's grandson, Jacob, also, he built an altar at Shechem. So in the same time as Joshua um, had the altar at Shechem, it was the holy site of Yah. Now Shechem is also a place for man's sin. All right. So this is just basically the opposite right so it was a hip a hip a hivite um chief them and his name was hammer he was the father of a man named shechem now get this he had a son named shechem and he lived in the city that bore him so shechem had raped jacob's daughter Dinah, right? And the two of uh, Jacob's son, they avenged their sister by slaughtering all of the men that was in the city, including Shechem and Hamer. That's in Genesis 34. So in the time of the judges, um, the Shemites, Shechemites, Shechemites, I want to say Shechemites, they sided with Abimelech. And one of Gideon's uh, concubines. That's going to be in Judges 9, verses 1 through 6. So basically, Abimelech had positioned himself as king, right, among the Shechemites. And he was killing all of Gideon's other sons. Y'all, the Bible is so deep. So we're going to talk about why Shechem. I'm going to get into scripture because that's what we're here for. We're going to get right into the scripture. Um, so let's go. We're going to start at Joshua. We're going to read all of them. I believe it's 33 verses. And it is. So let's go. It starts out. And Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers. And they presented themselves before Yah. And Joshua said unto all the people, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Nacor, and they served other gods. 
And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all of the land Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. And I gave unto Isaac Jacob and Esau. And I gave unto Esau Mount Sir to possess it. But Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I sent Moses also and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did among them. And afterward, I brought you out, and I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and ye came unto the sea, and the Egyptians pursued after you, and your fathers with chariots and horsemen unto the Red Sea. And when they cried unto the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt. And you dwelt in the wilderness a long season. And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. And they fought with you, and I gave them into your hand, that ye might possess their land, and I destroyed them before you. Then Balak, the son of Sippor, king of Moab, arose and warred against Israel, and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore he blessed you still, so I delivered you out of his hand. And ye went over the Jordan and came unto Jericho, and the men of Jericho fought against you, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Hivites, the Jezubites, and I delivered them into your hand. And I sent the hornet before you, which drave out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with thy sword, nor with thy bow, and I have given you a land for which ye did not labor, and cities which ye did not build, and ye dwell in them, and the vineyards and the olivers which ye planted not, do you eat. Now therefore fill the Lord, and serve him sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served and the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods of your fathers that served on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he is it that has brought us up out of our father and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage and which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way where we went and among all the people through whom we passed and the Lord drave them out before us 
all the people, even the Amorites, which dwell in the land. Therefore, we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. Here's the verse. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye cannot serve the Lord, for he is an holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If ye forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he have done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves, that you have chosen you the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore put away, he said, said he the strange gods which are among you and incline your heart unto the lord god of israel and the people said unto joshua the lord our god will we serve and his voice will we obey and joshua made a covenant with the people that day and set them a statue and an ordinance in shechem and joshua wrote these words in the books of the law of god and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the lord and joshua said unto all the people behold this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it have heard the words of the Lord, which ye has spoke unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest you deny your God. So Joshua let the people depart, every man into his inheritance. And it came to pass after these things that Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died being a hundred and ten years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timonacera, which is in Mount Ephraim on the north side of the hill of Gash. And Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that overlived Joshua and which has known all the works of the Lord that he had done for Israel. But the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel bought up out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem in a parcel of ground, which Jacob bought of the sons of Hamer and the father of Shechem for a hundred pieces of silver. And it became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him in a hill that pertained to Phinehas, his son, which was given him in Mount Ephraim. So, the question is, why did Joshua say in verse 19, you cannot serve the Lord? For he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. So here we go. The people promised to serve Yah. 
So Joshua says this as in they could not serve him and worship their idols also, right? So you are not going to be able to serve two masters. You cannot have your idols and have Yah, right? So Joshua doubtlessly realized that the people would drift into idolatry because even then they have foreign gods in their tents. Look at verse 23. Because 23 says, Now therefore put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you. You hear that? Among you. Little false gods. So the people persisted and they promised this alliance, right? This allegiance to Yah, the Most High. So Joshua erected a large stone um, as a marker and it was under the oak of a witness as the covenant made by Israel, the sanctuary of the Lord. And it's mentioned in verse 26. So it says in verse 26, And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God and took a great stone, set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. So basically, idolatry seems to have been just one of the things that Israel was besetting sins. Like this was just something that they were just doing, like heavy. You hear me? Heavy. Actually, one of the tribes, one of the 12 tribes I get kicked out. I want to say it's the tribe of Dan because they had idols. Like, yeah, real talk. They had idols. So he's just like, yeah, no, y'all not going to act right. You're not going to act right. Look what you've been doing. You ain't going to act right. And if you continue to read Joshua, I want you to tell me, was Joshua right? Or was he mistaken about the children of Israel? Just read any parts. But really, just see what the children of Israel did after Joshua died. Just, Just look. Just look and see how they were living. Okay. So the importance of Shechem. Shechem is really important because it's the city that displayed the man being sinful. And their failure to honor the Most High Yah. At the same time, it is also the same place that's revealing God's faithfulness. you guys this blew my mind when I read that verse and I was like I know he's talking to them Israelites right because they was always tripping like seriously real talk they were always going back you know uh, serving other gods forgetting about the most high seeing all these miracles imagine you this is all the miracles they seeing all these miracles right in front of them and I'm not saying that we any better because we can see God work through our lives and still turn around and just be like what have you done for me lately right if we just being honest I'm not saying that it's right 
not at all saying this right i have had a crazy 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 week and it was parts that i was just like god i just need you to show up like now like i need you to be here like right now I repented because he's always with us, right? He is literally always with us. But I'm just telling you, I understand. But then I, I'm kind of like, at a point, I was just kind of like done with the children of Israel. And I'm done with myself at times. Like God is patient. When I say he patient, he is so patient. I'm living proof he is patient, Okay. He is super, super patient. Um, But he is a just God. He's a loving God. He's a merciful, merciful God. So anyway, Joshua was a really, really good book. If you haven't read all of Joshua, I encourage you to read all of Joshua. Understand that there are no coincidences in life. And you always, when you run across somebody, try to shed the light of the most high, right? Because you and this person have met paths for whatever the reason is. And you may not know the reason now. You may not never know the reason unless the most high reveals it to you. But try to leave them in a better situation than they were before you uh, ran across them. Shed the light of Yah. Show the love that you've been given to them. Show the same mercies that you've been given. Same patience that you've been given. Um, Be kind to one another. We don't know what the next person is going through. So just be kind. It literally costs you nothing to smile. I love you guys. I want you to go in peace. Understand that Yah is everywhere. He hears you. He's with you through whatever it is you're going through. Through the good, through the bad, through the not so good, through the medium, through the heavy, through the light. Through whatever it is, he is with you. (laughs) He's with you. I think I covered it all. (laughs) He is definitely with you. Um, Share the love of Christ because these are our last days. Tomorrow is not promised. And because it's not promised, don't put nothing off. Okay? Don't put it off. Read your Bibles. And until next time, peace. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining today. Stay tuned next uh, Saturday. Y'all willing, we're going to be going over the book of Job. 
Job is one of the 12 minor prophets and remember um, minor not meaning like he was a nobody type prophet minor as in those books are not as lengthy as the major prophet books are so Job is a really really good book and it's um, it's preaching repentance right and we all need to repent from sin and it is not just simply saying that you're sorry but it's literally turning your back against the flesh picking up your cross and choosing to follow the most high yah at all cost ten toes down right like joshua so i love you guys go in peace spread your light show it you just never know who you're gonna run across that's gonna need to hear a message from the most high so remain open and allow his spirit to flow through you and speak to whomever needs to know that he has not forgotten about them i'm not gonna say follow me we should only be following christ but if you want to go with me on this journey i got my hand out and we should go all my links are in the description until next time go in peace and never ever 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 forget that he is not far he is with you he is the most high he is the creator of heaven and earth and everything in it and he has divinely ordained your life to his will i don't care what it looks like it's always going to work out for the good of those who love and trust in him peace